0: Hey Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, Inner Child and Self Mastery Expert and Divine Channel at your service, and this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Embodied Divinity. Let's take a big, deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and simply settle into this space, this energy, where we can come together to learn and grow and evolve and be in that high vibrational space of light and love and acceptance for all parts of ourselves. Today, as we journey, I want to speak about a few things. Number one, the way that life is an ever-evolving relationship. It's our relationship with life and every component of life that shapes our reality. So I want to speak to that. And I also want to speak to the unraveling of layer after layer of death after birth and birth after death that we go through in this cycle, in this lifetime, in this current vessel that we all inhabit at this time. So as you sink into this, ask yourself to simply be here now with whatever arises for you and know that it is arising within you for a purpose in divine timing and that it is all coming through you exactly how it needs to for you to embody your next level of wholeness and love and simply acceptance for what is So to my first point, life is a series of relationships and the way that we respond to them. As life is our teacher, life teaches us through the way that we respond to and react to the consciousness of everything around us. It's your relationship with every single experience, object, person, being on this earth that comes to define you because you see, we create our image in the way that we feel others and the world perceive us. Ancient philosophers often talked about the question, if a tree falls in the middle of a forest with no one to witness it, does it still make a sound? The only way that sound is produced by that tree falling is by it reverberating off of your, the listener's eardrum. So the sound of that tree falling doesn't exist without you. It's a collaboration. The way that you look at an object and either feel gratitude or joy, disdain, resentment, anxiety, love, is a reflection of what's living within you. Maybe you look at your cell phone and you feel stress and overwhelmed, maybe annoyance at having to pay the bill. Instead of looking at it as an investment, a way that you can connect with others, there's something living within you that is maybe saying, I need time and space alone. I need to breathe, I need to disconnect. And so every time you look at your phone, you feel these feelings. It's the way that you're responding to that relationship that is defining your present moment. And it's in creating the awareness of what is going on inside of us that allows us to master ourselves. And as you master yourself slowly but surely, you fully embody your divinity and you can walk on this earth in service to others vibrating at the frequency of love for every way that you show up and I want to say this before I continue there is no right or wrong way to show up there is no right or way to be divine or to be spiritual or any of it it is in the way that you accept and perceive your actions behaviors beingness that define them Two people can have a relationship with food or a substance or their bodies. They can have the relationship that it is with the same object, but their ideas and perception of it are so vastly different that the relationship evolves in its own harmonious way. One person's relationship with their body may be one of seeing it as the sacred temple that it is as seeing it as the vessel who carries them through life and that they are grateful for it and want to care for it and love it in every way. One person may see it as a burden, as something that slows them down that keeps them attached to the earth. And so they abuse it and run it dry and give it away. Neither is right or wrong. It's just two different ways that we can look at these views And the way that you are responding to that relationship shows you what within yourself you can heal to get further into alignment with your highest self. With anything that doesn't feel good, allow it to be your teacher. If there is a person in the world that you cannot think of without feeling the ickies inside your body, of course you're going to use your discernment to create boundaries and, and a relationship that keeps you safe, but we're not going to run away from those feelings and pretend they didn't exist. Instead, we examine what is it that I witnessed within this person that created discord within me? Because my love, the only thing that you are responsible for is your response to life. Responsibility is your ability to respond. And so am I responding to life in a way that is in alignment with me? For me, personally, my nervous system does not like the feeling of the intense adrenaline that is created by anger or fear. And so I've looked at every relationship that stirred anger, fear, resentment within me. And I asked myself, my inner child, my shadow, every aspect of myself, what within me, what needs within me don't feel met to be able to regulate my nervous system in the face of this behavior action vision. In healing a lot of my PTSD and CPTSD, I had to ask this question with every every situation that came up for a very long time, I couldn't hear any sort of loud noise without having a PTSD flashback, any sort of balloon popping, exhaust popping. I couldn't be near guns of any kind, any sort of surprising or loud behavior. And I could have blamed my the label of my circumstance, which is CPTSD. I could have blamed the situations and people that created that response within me. But there's no power in that. Instead, what I said is this is living within me. And so what I get to do now is I get to be a student of life. And I get to look at this every time it arises. And when my body feels the terror, when my body wants to shut down, instead, I sit with it. I don't run away from it. I don't numb out to it. I sit with it. And I say, Nakayla, you're safe. What is it about your relationship with this noise or this object or this person that is creating these feelings of an unsafety within you? And what is the root of that? And I go back to that root cause and I do the work every single day until I am no longer defined by my circumstances. I am defined by the way I respond to them. I've trained my body now. I can feel the triggers arising within me, whatever it might be. Um, The hardest one for me right now to still continuously regulate is when I see another person abusing or harming another person. I feel it in my whole body. And what I've learned to do is breathe through it, ground that energy down, discern whether it is safe and good for me to speak up and do something, and in almost every situation that it is, I am able to use my voice without using violence, without using harmful language, without using judgment, to simply use my voice to create a better situation. Before I would allow my nervous system to get dysregulated and I would act out in violence or harsh words, or I would run away and shut down neither one of those allowed me to live from my truth or to create the change required to break the pattern. When we are dysregulated or when we are in a hypervigilant triggered state, no matter what the trigger is, how big or how small, we cannot think clearly from alignment until we have trained ourselves and our body to respond to that external circumstance or inner trigger in a way that allows us to stay embodied, connected to both the earth and source. And so as we learn to harness this relationship, to view everything that happens for us and through us as not a personal attack from the universe or that object or that person, but instead an opportunity to deepen into ourselves, to love ourselves more fully it is then we become the masters of ourselves and masters of life we get to collaborate with every single piece and part of life to create a better outcome for ourselves and for the future of this world it's one conscious choice at a time and so we don't run away from the things that might trigger us i have so many people a lot of clients who have been scared to move into the next phase of life. I have a hip hop artist who was terrified to book his next show. I have a woman who is terrified to start dating again. They've healed enough. The hip hop artist can make these beautiful songs and publish them online and receive the accolades that come without showing his face the woman healing from an abusive relationship. She's been able to live on her own for two years now and sustain herself and she can move through life without all of the triggers. And they can both stay this way forever if they choose, but they will not grow and evolve until they move out into the world. It's through our relationships with life and the things that come up that allow us to evolve. It's like the old tale of the man who first discovered a lit candle. The fire captivated him. He loved it so much, and he never wanted to lose it. And so he placed a lid on top of the candle, and of course, it went out. Because it needed that flame, it needed that air, it needed that contrast to continue to make its spark come alive. That's where a lot of people get stagnant on their healing journey. They get to this place where they get really comfortable. Their old triggers are no longer bothering them. And they're feeling this peace and all of these things, but they stay really stagnant. And then it turns into a funk and depression and this place where we live in a freeze state if we don't allow ourselves to experience the fullest of life, we can never evolve. We did not come to this earth thinking it was all going to be easy. We didn't come here saying, I'll never experience pain. It is your capacity to hold pain that shows you your capacity to hold love. You guys have heard my story before of being such a masochist. I can create so much pleasure from pain. Getting tattoos, being in scary situations, really any situation that created some sort of pain or perception of pain, I was the master, still am at creating pleasure from it. But what was so hard for me to learn was how to hold and receive love. I knew I had the capacity because my capacity to hold pain was so much. But the thought of holding that much love and light and pleasure on its own terrified me. We need both. And so, if you're one that really moves towards that comfortability and that softness of life, that's beautiful and good. And can you also hold space for new experiences, even though they might be scary? Can you lead with your heart knowing it might ache? That it might feel like it's breaking and shattering into a thousand pieces, but knowing you can never break. You are whole. Each experience simply allows you to evolve. And while we might continuously shed layer after layer after layer, the only thing we're doing is getting closer and closer to our ooey-gooey heart center. And that makes life so exciting when you can go out into the world and see each person and experience an object as an opportunity to evolve deeper into love, where you don't run away from it. You just get to be fully and openly you. There's no fear of being found out because you simply are. There's no fear of rejection because you know that all rejection is perceived. And if someone, if you perceive that someone is rejecting you, you simply get to go inside and ask, why does it feel this way? And can I, in this moment, move deeper into acceptance for myself? My love, you have all the answers you need within you. You are whole and worthy and enough right now. And as you are brave enough to venture out into the world and experience life and love and relationship with all that is, you will evolve into the highest, most beautiful version of yourself. All parts of you and this earthly experience will be welcome. You'll feel freedom down to your bones each and every day. And it is my honor and privilege to guide those of you who choose it here with my Embodied Divinity Mentorship Program. We work together one-on-one for six months as you go deep within to really master yourself and your relationship with the world around you so that you can walk in your embodied divinity, and experience the frequency of love for each and every part of yourself and this world on a daily basis. If you're interested in joining me, simply send me a message wherever you're viewing this or info at I love you all so much, and I hope that as you open to this message here today, you find it within yourself, the courage, and excitement to live life fully and to explore each and every relationship as an opportunity to learn and grow deeper in love with yourself. Have a beautiful rest of the week and as always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaela Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.